Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, how's it going? So, as you know, these next few episodes have been pre-recorded, so while you're listening right now, I'm actually on the road. Or, while you're listening right now, I have just moved in. We just drove across the country from Colorado to Florida, Miami. So you guys are Miami, shout out. DM me if you're in Miami. I'd love to hear from you and tell me what to do and what not to do in the city. Um, But also, I'm probably moving in a ton of boxes and we're actually going to be going on vacation soon to Cancun, Mexico. So lots of stuff going on, but I just want to clue you in pre-recorded episodes, but I want to be there for you guys. And this episode is all about how coaching helped me recover and how it didn't. So a lot of people think that coaching will solve all their problems immediately, and that is not the case. And I feel like there's a lot of mystery about around what an eating disorder coach is or what a bulimia recovery coach is. That's what my Instagram handle says. It says bulimia recovery coach, and that is what, and it's binge breakers, but my actual title on Instagram says bulimia recovery coach. And also that's just what I tell people I am. But I feel like that's a very vague term, and I want to dive into how it can help you and how it can't. And I think that there's a big misconception where people think that coaches are trying to say that, oh, I'm going to solve all your problems. I have the magic answer. Like coaches are snake oil and I'm trying to offer you this magic bean that will solve your bulimia for good. That's not the case. But I do want to clue you in on how coaching can be so, so valuable. And I want to take you back to when I first saw it help um, for bulimia. And actually, I never ever got therapy for my bulimia. I did get therapy in high school because I struggled with anorexia and bulimia for about a year in high school. It was very early. It was my freshman year of high school. And to be quite honest, I don't remember much of that experience. I do remember... I do remember that I very quickly had very strange behaviors. I was obsessively counting calories. I had like these, all these logs of um, eating a thousand calories a day, those things. And then I very quickly started trying to throw out my food because I wasn't eating enough, especially for a growing girl. Um, But I did eventually get therapy because I told my parents and they very quickly put me in therapy and for some reason I just kind of quickly stopped the habit and I and stopped bulimia. It was very hard for me to purge when I was in high school for some reason, uh, so it didn't really latch on and I was quickly able to pick up normal eating habits. But my most of my bulimia was in my adult life and I struggled with it as an adult. And I, at that point, I wasn't on my parents' insurance anymore. I couldn't afford therapy. I I just didn't, my insurance didn't cover it. I couldn't afford professional therapy and I couldn't afford a coach at the time. And so I really, I think that it breaks my heart, but I think that delayed my recovery a lot because I couldn't afford the help and I was just kind of trying to figure things out on my own. However, eventually I joined a coaching program, a a general life coaching program. All it was, was 
It had a ton of video modules on different aspects of emotional management and thought work. And mind you, I didn't join this coaching program because I was trying to recover from bulimia. I had just given up on bulimia, really. I had given up on the idea that I could recover from bulimia and I just was dealing with it. I was just like, whatever. I almost treated it kind of like... I was an alcoholic, but it was bulimia. I just thought there was no hope for me, whatever. It's just a part of my life. I was in the acceptance or I was in the, you know, just content, content phase. I was content with being bulimic for the rest of my life till I died. But I knew I wanted to change my life as far as emotions. I felt like I could have, I had so much more potential that I wasn't using. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to join this life coaching program. And in the life coaching program, what they had is they had all these video modules and they sent you workbooks every month where you journal. And then they had 20 minute coaching sessions a week. So I could have one 20 minute coaching session per week with some random life coach. And that would be all the coaching I would have. And then I would also obviously do the thought work and I would attend live coaching sessions where you get coach in front of a group. So I could do that, although I didn't do that. <laughs> but anyway, that was my first experience with life coaching. And I was in the program for a little while till I eventually used it to try to recover from bulimia. I say that I didn't join to recover from bulimia. However, a lot of the things that I was doing in that program, understanding how to manage my emotions, understanding how to um, deal with negative thoughts, understanding how to believe in yourself and how to be more productive, how to organize your life more, all those things were laying the foundation for my recovery. However, it wasn't until I finally used a coaching session for bulimia. It's finally... One of those weeks, I had a really bad week, and I eventually came to my senses, and I was like, you know what? I want to be done with bulimia now. I want to be done. I want to get rid of it, and I had come to this point of loving myself again and being happy with myself, but I was still binging and purging, and so I brought the, the um, bulimia habit to one of my coaching sessions, and I was like, I have this habit. I want to stop. I need to stop, but I can't seem to stop. And that's when Janet Archer, one of my coaches, brought up the pausing method, which I teach now because that really ultimately led me to breaking my habit of bulimia. So that was what I used in coaching when I couldn't really afford coaching. It was like $250 a month was the coaching program too. So I was paying $250 a month. That's all I could afford. And I'm going to tell you how it helped me, and the interesting part that I find about it was that it wasn't even bulimia-specific coaching. This coaching wasn't like an eating disorder center. It was just a general life coaching program, which I find so powerful because while it wasn't specific for bulimia, it helped me recover, and there are certain ways that it did that. So I want to come, kind of go with the list, and the first reason coaching was so valuable to me and why it helped me recover was that it pushed me to be uncomfortable. I think the biggest thing that coaching did for me is it pushed me to go outside my comfort zone, and it pushed me to do things that I would have never done on my own. And that's because coaches do this wonderful thing where they pick out what you're choosing not to see, and my coaches would push me to do things like the pausing method. That was very uncomfortable for me. It was really uncomfortable for me to figure out or to be willing to pause when I was going to binge and purge. However, my coach, Janet, she worked with me to feel, discover a strategy of, okay, when we're going to go to binge and purge, this is how we're going to pause. And this is how you do this. This is how you can pause that it's going to be effective versus resisting the emotion. 
And a lot of coaching is pushing you to feel your emotions again, to deal with your emotions instead of running from them. A lot of life coaching and what I teach my clients is to really open up your mind and look at those thoughts that make you uncomfortable. Look at what's in the back of your mind that you've been hiding in the corner, that you've shoved in the attic and you hope no one will see again. Life coaching helps you face the things that you've been avoiding in your life and it makes you not as scared of them. And it makes you able to handle more because you go through that discomfort, you get stronger, the more uncomfortable that you get. And with each discomfort journey, you become this new version of yourself. You're leveling up. So coaching really helps with that. A big thing also was that coaching helped me take responsibility for my life. I was under this impression that I was kind of just a victim to my thoughts. I was a victim to my life in general. I was a victim to my bulimia. When really, I was choosing to think the things that I was thinking about myself. I was choosing to think I was a horrible person. I was choosing to think that I was worthless. And I was choosing to stick with bulimia. I was choosing to keep bulimia in my life. Now, I didn't take responsibility and then use that to beat myself up. I just took responsibility from it, from my coaches, and said, you know what? I can choose differently. I can take responsibility for this. I'm going to own this part of my past, and I'm going to move on. I know that I have the ability to choose differently right now, that I have the ability to make choices in my future that are going to be better for me, and I'm going to take responsibility for these thoughts that I'm thinking, all of these negative thoughts. They're not helping me. I'm going to choose differently. So that was a big thing coaching helped with. Coaching also helped me deal with my emotions. I had no idea when I first started this journey how to experience emotions. I just kind of, emotions were like this, um, this roller coaster of highs and lows, and I just kind of use them as an excuse to ruin a whole day. If I felt a bad emotion, if I felt anxiety, it would derail my whole day. And it would make me unproductive, it'd make me binge on food, it would make me just lie in bed all afternoon, it would make me severely depressed, all these things. Emotions ruled my life. If I felt sad, then I was not able to feel happy. If I felt sad, I was not able to do anything. And if I felt sad, I would try to ruin other people's day because I felt bad about myself. However, life coaching taught me how to feel my emotions again. My coaches helped me understand that emotions are just vibrations in my body. They are not actually these things that can control you. They're just feelings created from thoughts in your brain. It's basically cognitive behavioral therapy. It really helped me understand that I don't have to run from these emotions. And if I just feel the emotions that I'm running from, I have unleashed a new superpower. Because when you think about it, as we know, bulimia is this big thing where you binge to avoid certain things. You feel anxious or you feel bored or you just feel this urge to binge, just a habit. You feel this urge to binge, this urgent feeling, and you just run with it. But what if you just felt that feeling and you didn't act upon it and you just felt it? And then you moved on with your life. That is what life coaching taught me to do. And that is how I recover from bulimia. And that's what Brain Over Binge teaches too. Katherine Hansen teaches it in a little bit of a different way. But it's quite similar. When you stop running from your emotions and you realize that they are just emotions and they can never kill you or hurt you and they're just feelings, your world opens up a whole lot more. 
And then I think the biggest thing that coaching helped me with is it helped me through all these lists that I just gave you or all these reasons that I just gave you. It helped me discover how to recover. Now, I want to be clear. Life coaching didn't hand me the pathway to recovery on a silver platter. I had to figure it out. But I would have never figured it out if I hadn't been doing all the work that the life coaches that I had were encouraging me to do. If I hadn't been journaling, if I hadn't been doing the thought work, if I hadn't showed up to those coaching sessions and taken an honest look at the thoughts I was having and the behaviors that I was going into. Coaching forces you to take a deeper look into things and it guides you and it helps you discover things for yourself. They didn't give me the key, but they gave me the tools to find the key to bulimia and to breaking free from bulimia. And it probably would have taken me a lot longer to recover, and who knows, maybe I would still be binging and purging if I hadn't gotten life coaching. I don't know for sure, but I can tell you that getting a guide to help me discover the issues that I was having and, and figure them out was a whole lot easier than going in blind. It's like trying to find the party location. You're going to a party with your friends and your friend doesn't give you the address to the house. They just say it's a purple house next to the neighborhood with a brick wall and that's really all the information you get. It's like, okay, I guess we can find that house, but it's going to be kind of hard. Um, maybe we can look for it on Google Maps through the person view. <laughs> Coaches kind of give you the tools to figure out that map and the tools to keep on going in the journey. And they push you when you're down. They help you see things more rationally because oftentimes you'll have a lot of these thoughts that aren't very helpful, but it's very hard for you to see that they aren't very helpful. But when you say them out loud to a coach, it really, really, really lets you see, oh, this isn't helping me. And I, it's so surprising that I just let that thought slide. They'll point out things to you that you didn't understand was even happening, which is, it's just kind of funny. And I love helping my clients out with this now. Like they'll come to me and they'll tell me things that they're doing after binging and purging. And it's like, well, no wonder you binge and purge because you're saying these things to yourselves. Like that doesn't feel good. Of course you binge and purge. Things make a lot more sense when you have two minds versus one. Oh, and then the last thing that I think coaching is really powerful is before this point, I had never really invested in myself in any way. Of course, I had a college education. My parents paid for my college education, which I am forever grateful for. However, I had never spent a decent amount of money on investing in purely myself, investing in my mental health and pushing myself to be a different person. But when you invest in yourself, you really put skin in the game. When you pay for something, you pay attention. It's one thing to, a lot of people will reach out to me and they'll ask for advice and I love that they do that. I love that they're asking questions because it means that they're searching for an answer. It means that their brain is turning and it means that they're not satisfied with where they are now and they're on their journey to recovery. But the people that really take what I say seriously are the people that are usually investing in my services because they're serious about it. They want to recover and they want to get started now. And when you're putting skin in the game, when you're paying attention, you're going to show up to the calls with me. You're going to dive into the material because you put some decent money down. My coaching is way more affordable than most coaches and my coaching is more affordable than uh, therapy in some ways. And I do that because I couldn't afford therapy. So I understand where you're coming from. Like it's hard to invest in things like that. But investing in myself was one of the best things I've ever done because I've seen myself transform in so many ways. 
that I never thought possible. I never thought all the things that I'm doing now were ever possible for me. And the more and more I invest in myself and I see the transformations that I get with my coaches, it's so, I believe in it so much more. It's It's been fantastic. And I've been able to transform so much more with having these extra helps. Two minds work better than one. We are not creatures without flaws. <laughs> we definitely have flaws. Our brains make mistakes all the time. We're not these computers or robots. So it makes sense that having someone help you and push you to be uncomfortable would really do yourself a favor. But Life coaching, like I said, and I think I already covered this, but I'll go over it again. The thing, the reason that life coach may not help you and the reason that you shouldn't invest in life coaching is if you're expecting the life coach to just give you all the answers of the universe. I do not have all the answers. I do not know everything. I am flawed in many ways. I make mistakes every day. And I'm not going to just hand you all of the solutions on a silver platter because Everyone has their own journey, and I'm going to give you all the advice in my program as to how I recovered in the roadmap, but there's still nuances to your recovery. There's still things that are going to work for you and still things that aren't, and everybody's different. And so the point of coaching is to discover those layers of what's happening, is to talk with you and see, okay, what specifically is going on for you, and help you discover that, recognize it, and help you come up with a plan to recover. So if you're expecting your life coach to know everything and just give you a whole bucket list or a whole to-do list of what you should do next, that's not going to happen. That's not how coaching works. However, if you're expecting a coach to come in and look at what's going on, hear you talk, go over your struggles, and push you to look at your struggles more deeply, to diagnose the situation, to get real with yourself, that's when you want to invest in a coach. That's when you want to probably go after coaching because it means you're ready. It means that you're ready to take a deeper look at yourself. It means that you're ready to give up some of those old habits in order to become a new person. You're the caterpillar come becoming the butterfly and it's just a constant evolution from there. I hope that this episode gave you some insight on coaching. I know that there's a lot of mystery there and I'm not trying to sell you snake oil and I think a lot of people will probably listen to this episode and think she's just trying to sell coaching. And of course, I it's my business. I would like for you to buy coaching for me. Of course, <laughs> that is 100%. I would love that. But I want to just let you know, I think the biggest thing is that I want to let you know what coaching is actually like and how powerful it was for me when I was going through bulimia. Investing in yourself, getting a coach, having someone to push you to be something else than what you were before, having someone push you to be uncomfortable, to help you do new things in your life it's it's been such a wonderful journey for me and it's been so rewarding to give that journey back to other people as a coach i'm trying to give you the insight into what it's like what to expect and what not to expect but don't get coaching if you're expecting it to immediately solve all your problems that's just not how it works especially with bulimia everyone has their own journey i'll talk to you guys in the next episode bye hey if you like this episode you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery Course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.